This is great. Chilling by the ocean, waves crashing, drink on the side. Death Star flying above me. Hey, those Typhons? <laughs> out and our blockade is legal. Join Robin Boat and Sean Michaud right now. Right now. This is Admiral Radis of the Rebel Alliance. Call of the Brick City Blockade. AP5 has an idea. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Brick City Blockade podcast. I know... A little bit of a siesta, the virus, I'm not even going to say it, just the virus alone, uh, has got us in a funk, but we're not in a funk here at the podcast. I'm sitting across from my man, Mr. Sean Michaud. Sean, what's been new, buddy? Uh, nothing, really, actually. Just yeah, been well. doing nothing, sitting around, uh, going for walks, trying to, staying inside. That's the life we're in right now. Uh, it is. It is. And the man that I've been talking to quite a bit recently, our good friend from the other side of the border, which I guess we've got people on the border just making sure that we don't go over and steal your maple syrup. It's Mr. James of Rebel Scum Podcast. What's up, buddy? Hey, yeah, I was going to come over and get some uh, Dunkin' Donuts coffee from a Target, but I guess I guess I can't do that for a little while now. <laughs> is that what you guys come over here for? Is that what you come over I don't... for? I, is, there no, I, is there no Dunkin' Donuts in Canada? No, we do not have Dunkin' Donuts. We have Tim Hortons Coffee is our number one here. And then, of course, we have our we have the Starbucks as well. And we have one called Second Cup, which isn't... So actually, if you ever watch Scott Pilgrim versus the World, oh yeah, yeah, well, uh, Anna movie. Kendrick works at a Second Cup oh, in downtown yeah. Toronto. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. that takes place in Canada. Yeah, Toronto, my hometown. There you go. Yeah, I always wanted to visit. It's cold, and you can now. So, <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed. Nope. By, by orders of the powers that may be, we are not allowed to cross the border. However, I guess we can cross into New Hampshire. Anybody can cross into New Hampshire right now. Um, James, let me start it with if you. We're gonna die. The motto sticks true. Let's start, James, on this one. Uh, yeah, I know you and I have been talking, of course, on Rebel Scum, and it's been awesome to be on that show a couple times here. Thank you. Uh, you know, you guys do such great stuff yourself, uh, especially Bright Suns in the Morning. I got to do a big shout out to you for that because it's a great way to start your day when YouTube works, and it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's always a nice little uh, way to get your Star Wars fandom going as well. But let me ask you first, how, how has this time period been for you, and what are your, like, top two things that you want to accomplish every day while you have the time uh well i'm still i'm working from home so i'm kind of still doing the nine to five or eight to four or whatever it is but yeah. uh i've written a, a book a few years ago i wrote a book that i'm working on getting published through ink shares so i'm currently i might the editor got back to me with some notes so i'm currently mm. going through that and editing that so there's that yeah and also rebel scum it's mostly just um i'm trying to produce as much content we want to put up as much content on youtube as possible to keep people mm -hmm. inside and entertained right now and we're making sure to have live chats with all of them so that people can hang out with friends during those times and don't go to the arcade or whatever you want to do <laughs> just stay in 
<laughs> and also, I worked on a short film a couple years ago that I'm working on getting that finished as well. So I'm keeping busy. Oh, that's awesome. That. That's awesome. How about you, Sean? What What you been doing during these times? Um, I've been trying to uh, stay healthy, trying to not get sick, wash my hands. Uh, been actually, I just uh, just did the census thing. That it's so stupid. Um, <laughs> You gotta get I mean, done, you know? Yeah, I know. I mean, what a beautiful time to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta wash your hands every time you circle a bubble or But like it's weird because during this time I was because of course I left my old job and I was trying to find a new job. Now it's gonna be even harder, I think, right to find jobs during this time. Yeah. I mean, that's a struggle in which we're dealing with right now. But, I mean, for for you in terms of, I know, we're trying to do as much stuff as we can over. Yeah. Lucky and, to get it out. Like, what, I, yeah, no, but, what, I mean, what has been the thing for you? Like, I know with Clone Wars back and everything, that has been, like, a big part of the conversations that we've been having. Mm-hmm. But have you been binge-watching anything? Or, or anything? Uh, binge, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, actually. <laughs> I'm a huge... I'm a huge... Nintendo fan, so that I mean, it's a it's such a good game. Just to it's it's a game to make you relax. Yeah, because you do it's like building own island kind of thing, and it's just, it's such a relaxing game. And it's I think it's perfect that it came out during this time for everyone to try to re- try to relax during this pandemic. Yeah, but other than that, I've been listening to music. Uh, which helps me a lot, and I know we have something special at the end we're going to do here. Yeah, no, I'm super excited for this. I messaged both of you uh, earlier today. I was like, hey, get your top five best bands ever ready. You know, get get, get your favorites ready, because we're going to be having a conversation about and, this. And especially for the podcast, I think we're going to be doing a lot more since, we'll, for, uh, I think we I, I have a couple of ideas we could do, is like doing a live chat and stuff. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll talk after. Yeah, no. This recording, but I think that's how about, how, about, how about yourself? Yeah, no. I think it's been a very interesting time. I think for just fans in general. I think we're lucky enough. We're home. I said it to James multiple times. You know, we got so much content online, um, stuff that we can do on Disney Plus. You know, it's really just one of those times where we can kind of sit back and um, really focus on ourselves and do whatever that is. Whether it's listening to music, whether that's working on a you know short film. That you've been wanting to do for a while, like James has mentioned. What's that quote on Twitter? Is like, if your if your grandparents were at war, you could sit home. Yeah. Oh yeah. Doing, at the couch, doing this, saving lives. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true, <laughs> and it's it's such a fascinating time for us all to kind of just take a step back and say, you know, what are some things that I can get done while working the nine to five, eight to four job that you do online? And James, one of the things I want to ask you too is. Um, you know, with this time that we have, um, it, what are like, what are some ideas that you have for people? Like, what are some, what would be like your recommendations on how they should spend their time to stay in like a positive mindset? I think that the key, honestly, is you got to maintain. This is so like professional of me. You have to maintain a routine is what is really it. So yeah. if you woke up at eight o'clock, wake up at nine, but like make sure you have that routine. Cause otherwise you go stir crazy. 
I always find people say that they're bored when they're isolated, you know, or they get, you know, when you, when you are unfortunately, unfortunately unemployed or whatnot, and you have to spend more time at home, people get bored, but uh, read more is also important. I don't think people read enough. Is that weird to say, but I think reading is underrated and, and people need to, I don't do it enough. We should start off with that. I wrote a book, but I don't read enough. Uh, (laughs) I I would say, I have have a couple books that I have, I haven't finished. So they look nice on my shelf. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to ruin the shelf. But I think a routine is important. Grab a book. And honestly, is this not like you're talking about Animal Crossing, but is this not the best time for like Battlefront and those online video games right now? Like grab a headset, hang out with friends over that. Yeah. Just keep yourself busy. Like anything like that. You got it. But I think you got to stay mentally stimulated. So I think a book is is really important because TV is fun. Also having pets will keep you sane. Oh, my dog is insane right now. It's keeping me the same, but she's nuts. She's what like, get out, go. A German shepherd. Oh, she's a German shepherd. Yeah, I have she's... a bulldog here. And he's, oh. It's just just like taking care of a child. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that's awesome. See, you guys are lucky. You guys got dogs. I have to deal with a turtle that snaps and hisses at me all the time. I give hey, him at least his company, right? I know. He's company. I mean, he gives me dirty looks half the time because I have the news on. He's like, I don't know what any of this human stuff is. I'm not dealing with any of this crap right now. <laughs> Dogs can't be infected. <laughs> or turtles, especially. <laughs> he's lucky. He's in his tank. It's all grass. If something happens, we can just close the top on it, and he's good to go. His species has good. lived millions of years already beyond us, uh, going way back, and survived an asteroid, whatever you believe in uh, the destruction of the original <laughs> uh, planetary uh, uh, environment that the Earth had before. But... Um, he, he's lived through all that, so he's just. Aren't, he's, aren't they the oldest living creatures? Not, I mean, like that's uh, not like in the ocean, right? Right, right. Like he's a uh, he's a red-eared slider. How old? How old is he? He's five this year, which is crazy. Um, he's going to live to be forty-eight. So he, he, he's gonna be like Baby Yoda. Yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> we could. Call, oh man! Oh man! Oh man! I see some photoshopping happening uh, in the near future here. Get Rio on one of our. Uh, that's his name, because yeah, he originally came from a uh, uh, Brazilian turtle farm. Really interesting when you look it up and, and get into it. But uh, I don't think the child came from a Brazilian um, uh, farm of, of any kind. Um, so I don't think it's not no. Canada. So that's not <laughs> <laughs> legends material right there. But uh, yeah, no, I think let's get into quickly before we get into our music topic here, which I'm super excited about. Um, listen. There was a topic that my that our good friend, my friend, Mr. Andrew Merton Garrish, brought up on Words of the Wills this week, and it's very interesting as we're talking about, uh, in specific, some of the stuff that we're going to see with the High Republic and, of course, Project Luminous, which is all these authors coming together to create stories within this time period. And, James, I'm going to start with you on this. We've seen a lot of stuff with Darth Revan. We've seen the Jedi Revan show up now in Black Series form. Now they got the lightsaber, and I told Andrew, I was like, dude, my girlfriend is going to be so mad at me if they come out with a Black Series Revan helmet, because I'm going to own all of it. But what are your thoughts on the High Republic stuff, Project Luminous, and where do you see it going with the authors, because yourself being an author, I think they have a lot of room to play with, and I think it's a great time for them to, to kind of work together and have them start the story and then let the rest of the team take it from there. Yeah, I'm looking forward 
to it. I think the one downside to it is that because it is all, like we just said, not enough people read that it is all the books. So I don't think a lot of the the casual fans are going to get into High Republic. But I think this is perfect, and this is the way Star Wars should be treated, where you have a group of you know your most talented writers in a room, and you flesh out everything at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So maybe not mm-hmm. somebody's individual side quest, but I think a beginning, a middle, and an end is important. And I think on that whiteboard, uh, one of it was uh, how does it end or definitive ending or something that was on the whiteboard. And that made me so happy to see mm-hmm. that they were thinking ahead of how does this end? Because I love the sequel trilogy, but I feel like they didn't have an ending plan from the beginning. Right. And, and I just, it just, you know, know where you're going. And I love that aspect of it, but you have the group of writers in that room writing all these Star Wars things, and, and they are some of the best Star Wars writers we have right now. Um, it's missing a few of my favorites, but we'll, we'll let that slide because it seems like they're on the right path. I just love that they're all on the same page. It, I'll, I guarantee you it took almost a year to get on that page. Oh, yeah. But they're all on the page, and they each get to bring their own writing style to their own story. And I really hope it's similar to, if you remember, Shadows of the Empire in the 90s, oh, yes. where you had the book, the comic, and the game. And in the book, Darth Shrender goes off to do something random. Mm. And then the video game tells you that random story. And I hope they do things like that. I hope the first one we get, Light of the Jedi, has one of those characters. I can't remember their names. Aviv Sersris or whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah. I hope there's somebody there, though, and she's like, or they're like, I have to go to this castle. And they leave. And they're not important to the story we're reading anymore. But yeah. then the next book we get is that adventure. And I hope they do things like that. And I also love, as I stop rambling now, is, is there's two books by S.E. Hinton called The Outsiders. And that was then, this is oh, now. And I, I my mom made me read them when I was four. And this character called Eminem drops acid. In, and that was in this. I didn't know what it was. Mm. I thought it was like, <laughs> I thought it was the, I thought it was the, uh, what's that ooze from, uh, from Roger Rabbit? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, why is he drinking this stuff? And my mom's like, you're don't worry about that. But because I was literally like, I was like eight years old. I'm like, why am I reading? And then now I'm like, mom, why did you do that? Uh, this is why I don't read. But in that, but uh, Pony Boy is the main character from Outsiders, and there's a chapter, and that was, and this is now where Pony Boy shows up, and he has nothing to do with the story, but he's just kind of there. Yeah. And it's part of, so you kind of see the connection. I just love stuff like that. I love it when they intertwine, but you have to know specifics on it. And I think it works better than just a generic story group. who's like, no, no, that's over there because of whatever reason. But now you have people in the know writing it. Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts, Sean? I mean, I would love to see uh, piggybacking on James doing, uh, having the High Republic be like a more of a series, but you'd be each author doing it. That would be really cool. Like, but there be it's it's kind of hard to have a a book with like fifteen writers. I don't know how many writers are on are going to be on this, but right. I know. I I think the whole uh, story going back to the High Republic is really cool. Just to, I mean, like we like you said, we needed a beginning, middle, and end, and I think. This is the beginning of the Star Wars. I feel like we haven't had much about that, like how how it started. So I think I think that's going to be really cool to to read about. Even though I don't read a lot, but I gonna check it out. (laughs) See, Sean's within that percentage, James, that we talk about that uh, doesn't doesn't pick up a book. No, I'm just kidding. Doesn't pick up a book. I do read comics, so. 
Wow. But there are there's gonna be High Republic comics. They should be good. Yeah. Those are gonna be really cool. And I you know, obviously too, I mean, you look at the High Republic comic books, you look at this time period that they're going to be playing in. I mean, what comes into conversation then is everything surrounding possible films, you know, Disney Plus shows that could involve evolve around this. And it's it's amazing to think about it. I'm curious to hear what blockaders are going to say on our Twitter page when we release this, because there'll be many polls following. But it's fascinating to see that we're heading into a time now where we've told certain stories. We're going to go back. We're going to tell that story. And suddenly... We're going to have this huge timeline that we can just kind of look at from a distance and say, look at what they've been able to do since 2012. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the cool thing about it. Like, if and I'm just saying this, I'm just saying this, Disney, I'm saying this, Galaxy's Edge, I'm saying this to the parks. If you can just make a giant poster or tapestry of the Star Wars timeline and sell that thing, I will post that up in my room in five seconds. Uh, <laughs> Because I think that that would be really cool that we'll be finally should, able to kind of piece it up. They should do something like uh, like banners when you like win a, a championship kind of <laughs> deal. <laughs> like a banner like, hey, the Order 66, or then do some, something about like major pot, plot lines of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. That would be, be really cool. Yeah, no, they should. <laughs> I like that idea, actually. Almost like in Major League Baseball, the pennants. You know what I mean? Like, mm. They, they put that up in the stadium when they win. I mean, Palpatine obviously has had many pennants because that guy keeps going. Um, he, he's like he's the Yankees <laughs> of Major League Baseball. He, owns, he has, what, 28 pennants? I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. Hide and seek. Yeah, he's gross. <laughs> and, and he's the one most hated, hated, hated villain. Yeah. Kind of like the Yankees. No, I'm kidding. I mean, That's true. <laughs> I'm not bashing Yankees fans. Oh, Palpatine's like the Steinbrenners. Well, I'm a Jays fan, so we're basically the Ewoks. <laughs> That's a the Ewoks. You know, we're good friends with the Fisher Pops, so uh, I can tell them that they need to do an Ewok. We, right? Hey, we took, them, we took out the Empire twice in a row in the 90s, but now we're, we're retired. So, um, so I guess so. I guess the Mets are the Jawas. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting perspective on that. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I've never even. Okay, this is a, this is a whole other thing. I so again, Photoshop, guys. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm going to make album artwork for this episode uh, that you will never forget. Moving on here, I think we got to get into it because it's one of my it's one of my highly anticipated things that I've wanted to do here in 2020 with. Everybody here right now, James, Sean, and all these listeners, all these listeners, all 10 of you that are probably listening right away. Um, Hi, Mom. <laughs> she home? loves, she loves your channel, your, your podcast. Oh. She's a, she's a blockader at heart. She doesn't, she doesn't oh. care for rebel scum, but she's. A <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That is amazing. I love that. Um, all right. I'm going to. Kick it off to Sean to start this. All right, guys. I've been super excited about this, like I said, many times. It's our top five favorite best bands of all time list. We love our top fives here at Brick City Blockade. So, Sean, I'm going to have you kick it off, buddy. What is your top five? List them for me and tell me why. Okay, so I have actually made a list. And I'm going to add additional, uh, adding my favorite album. Ooh. Ooh, extra credit. Extra credit. 
Yeah, I always go 100 and beyond. Um, uh, <laughs> I guess for for number uh, five for me has to be Earth, Wind, and Fire. Ooh, nice. It's it's one of those one of my favorite funky bands that came out uh, in the 70s and 80s. But I mean, just all those songs are so uh, memorable. Is I mean, especially one of my favorites, everyone's favorites is September. I mean, mm-hmm. it's an iconic song. And I just felt, I just fell in love with it because it's, it's one of those bands that you are, are timeless. And I think you go to them to listen when you're like very happy and when you do like weddings or yeah, uh, other uh, social gatherings, we can't do that now, but dancing six feet apart. Um, uh, but my favorite album by them is I Am. Oh, that is. And I, 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 lo- I love the album art on that. And and I'll, the other song I really love is uh, Let's Groove. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, not Let's, Let's Groove and Boogie. Uh, what is it? Boogie Nights? Uh, Boogie think- something. Yeah, it's Boogie. Yeah. yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yes. Yes. So that's my number five, I guess. Nice. That's a good number five. What about your number four? Uh, oh, so we're not. Okay, we're just going down. We're just going to go right down that list, man. Okay, for number uh, four for me is Tool. Oh. Yes, I'm a yes, I'm a Tool fan. I mean, I just just because recently they added on. Because they just recently added on the albums on Spotify and stuff last year, mm-hmm. and I, I, last year I nonstop listened to them. And I, before I was never of a Tool fan until I listened to them f- fully. It's like <laughs> I don't know. I really, I just really love the Tool. I think I think it's. I know there are Tool haters. I know the Tool fan base is really. Um. Yeah, trying to say a without offending them. Fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for number three, uh, uh, Rage Against the Machine. Oh, Rage. Uh, and of course the my favorite album, my Rage Against the Machine. I mean, I look. They're hip hop rock band. I mean, it's. They made a movement for that type of genre when it when it came out, and it's and it imported. Why did I say imported? Um, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I know what you're trying to say. Though, yeah, like the 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 hip hop slash rock movement is something that I think a lot of people can relate to, and they were pretty instrumental just in and, that sound. Yeah, especially because I'm a huge hip hop fan. And yeah, I don't I don't have any hip hop uh, groups on them because they're not they're not really bands. I don't classify them as bands. I classify mm. them as groups. So, uh, number two, uh, Pink Floyd, mm. one nice. of the greatest bands of all time. Dark Side of the Moon uh, never gets old. Every time I listen to them, uh, one of my favorite songs, Another Book in the Wall, uh, yep. greatest solo of all time for me, my opinion. Uh, I don't. I don't think I've heard met one fan that or one person that doesn't really like them. Mm. Everyone I know, I know personally, likes likes them. 
So, and I wish I saw them concert back in that time period. That'd be so cool. Uh, Showing our age. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And my number one is Florence the Machine. Uh, Wow. Florence the Machine, uh, it's it's a modern. Nice. Her Florence's voice is so majestic, and it's. I think she is one of the best voices. It's a mixture of a pop rock, uh, glam, not glam rock, just like folky rock, rock. I think it saw them live a couple years ago at Boston. One of the best concerts I've. Saw, I wish I saw it in outdoors, but of course I saw it in uh, in Boston, uh, the TD okay. Garden. I wish I saw saw it, but one of the best concerts I've seen. She, they put on a show, really good, and such so, one of my favorite uh, album is uh, the first one, Lungs. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I remember that. I, that's one. That's when I first started listening to him. Uh, back in college. Yeah, I think you were. Your college. Yeah, about high about- school, college. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's my list, I guess. That is awesome. I'm gonna it's, save it's, James. I'm, I'm gonna save James for last because I. Oh. I, I, my I, list I, is terrible. I, I, stop it! That's not the reason why, though, James. But it's all children's bands. I got the Wiggles on here three <laughs> times. <laughs> but, hey, you know what? I will. I will take fruit salad any day. All right. Fruit salad. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Here we go. Number five for me is Led Zeppelin. Uh, I absolutely love Led Zeppelin. Introduced to the band early on. My mom was my mom's a favorite big... band. Yeah, see, isn't that funny? My mom's favorite. Band. I'm not. He, I'm not a huge Led Zeppelin fan. I mean, I like some of them music, but it's where we disagree. You know, that, there's always yeah. that, that <laughs> between Led Zeppelin, especially between you and I. Um, but yeah, Led Zeppelin number five. Number four for me is Bob Marley and the Wailers. This was the band that got me started on reggae music. It was mm-hmm. the one that got me jump-started on becoming a reggae DJ in my life. Uh, I, I just absolutely loved their music. It was revolutionary. Um, and, and getting to know more about that band over the years and actually getting to meet many members of the original Wailers was always a big part for me um, in terms of my love for reggae music as a whole and just music in general. So Bob Marley and the Wailers in at number four. Uh, number three for me is one that I had to really think about because my my musical taste has expanded. I feel I don't know how you guys are, but as you get older, your music based oh. stuff you listen to changes dramatically. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, I don't know. There's some of you. My, mine changes drastically every day. Oops. There you go. It's a daily change. I mean, unless you, you know, you could like the Wiggles your entire life. You could. Mm, I have. And he has. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, number three for me, and it's a band I've come to like more recently and really enjoy, is a band called Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Um, absolutely love their Nashville folk sound, the original country feel to them. I was never really a big folk music person, really, until my girlfriend started introducing me to it. Um, and Nathaniel, I think that's why Florence Machine, yeah, like more uh, 
folk right. music. They're, they're, they're a lot of folky, but it's more gospel kind of. Right, right. That's where we're that's where we're at with that genre right now, and it's fascinating to kind of take a step back and look at how much that genre has progressed over the years and um, how it's taken some pop elements. So, but Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats are right there, you know, cranking it out, doing what they're doing, and keeping that true Nashville um, rock sound and, and folk sound to them. And I absolutely love it. Um, number two for me, all time. Queen. I grew up listening to Queen, Freddie Mercury's, Mercury's voice. Uh, always, always impressed me. And finally seeing the movie and the way that Rami Malek portrayed him uh, re energized my love for Queen's music uh, once again. I think for many people it did. Oh, um, it did to me. Yeah. I wasn't really a Queen fan until I saw the movie. And then, then I. Right. Loved, loved Queen. Or I still love Queen, but... Yeah, for a younger generation, too. Um, oh, of course. May not have listened to Queen. It was a way to get it out there. But Queen, I mean, just across the board, I think all their music uh, really hit home for me. And um, you have an emotional um, connection with a lot of their music at different times. It, it hits all the feels in so many different ways. Uh, Fat Bottom Girls, uh, I could take it or leave it. Um, but, it, I mean... I guess you could, no, I'm not going to say it, it hits the feels. Uh, that would be on a totally different level. Um, heading into number one for me, my favorite band of all time. All right. And this is going to surprise a lot of people. I don't think they're expecting this. Is ZZ Top. <laughs> I absolutely love ZZ Top. And my dad brought me into ZZ Top when I was young. I was six years old. He started playing ZZ Top albums. He played Mark Knopfler. Um, he played Stevie Ray Vaughan for me. Um, you know, those, those like, you know, touring artists that really focused on the art of guitar playing. Um, Eric Clapton, all of them, you know, they perfected guitar playing. And ZZ Top for me, I got to see them when I was 15 years old. Uh, my dad snuck me into an 18 plus showing. And, it was probably one of the best experiences I ever had. Here come the federal government. The federal government's coming after me now because I just said that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, ZZ Top was always, always that band for me. Uh, always a great group. Always a lot of fun to watch. How about you, James? Uh, okay, I'll go five. All five of mine are from Wiggles. the great country. <laughs> the Wiggles. I was doing top five songs, and Baby Shark was number one. Oh. Yeah, I was going. All of my artists are from uh, the United States of America, Ooh. so I didn't. Rush didn't make my list, uh, but Rush is a variety. Okay, so my number five. Rest in peace. By Neil. the way, uh, by the way, all five of mine are are the greatest artists of all time. Number five, the Jackson Five. Ooh, yeah, I like Michael Jackson, so I don't blame you. Yeah. I like Michael Number Jackson more than Jackson 5, but... Well, I couldn't say Michael Jackson because it's banned, so I just went cheap and went with the Jackson 5. <laughs> my, aunt, my aunt saw the Jacksons when it was more than five of them in the 80s in Toronto. And I still have... I was like two years old, and she got me a t-shirt. And wow. I still have that t-shirt to this day. Sponsored by Pepsi, which would later light Michael's hair on fire. Uh, <laughs> Number four, a uh, little... 
artist and band from Jersey called Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Ah, one of the best live shows I've seen. Wow. It was like four hours long. It's awesome. <laughs> number th- number three, arguably the greatest band in existence, the Archies. <laughs> I look up Sugar Sugar and you won't be just watch whatever. Uh number two, uh I like the killers. They're fun. Uh oh, and number Mr. one Christ, uh... Yeah, yeah. They're you know when I'm writing, I could throw them on. Or even like a matchbox twenty. I don't know why. They're very different, but I put those on and I could write all day. He's such a beautiful voice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number one, <laughs> the Beach Boys. Wow. Yeah, the Beach Boys, Surfing the USA. Boys. Yeah, Surfing USA is my favorite song of all time. I jump on. If you have any, like a footstool or a table, a folding table, I will jump on and pretend I'm surfing because there are no waves where I live, but I will catch a wave sitting on top of the world. That's my top five. Beach Boys. Love the Beach Boys. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Waves, awesome. The only waves I'll, you're uh, catching, man, are those podcast waves. You know I know. There's, there's no waves where I am at all. I do paddleboard, though, and I have this little uh, waterproof speaker, and I put it on my paddleboard, and I'll play the Beach Boys, and my <laughs> wife will be beside me like, what are you listening to? I'm like, Beach Boys. And she's like, how old are you? I'm like, stop it. I like it. I like it. And I'm very, very slow at paddleboard too, like stand up paddleboarding. So it's funny because I'm listening to like like beach music and I'm cruising along like an old timer. It's awesome. <laughs> oh my goodness, James. So corny, but so perfect. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's great that everyone has different music tastes. You know, music. We'll talk tomorrow. Mine will change. <laughs> my number five is Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I got I got shut out Rage Against the Machine when I was in college. Napster was like the big thing; it was legal. And um, another, so everyone had Napster in my residency. And one guy came in and goes, "Oh, the new Rage Against the Machine album! Come on, you want me to download it?" And I was like, "Whatever." And he downloaded <laughs> it. And the next day, Napster, I got kicked off of Napster. And so, everybody that download, everybody like I think it was like millions of people got kicked off of Napster for downloading it. And Rage Against the Machine, because they were, at the time, against machines, they put up a, a, Nef- a Napster blocker, de-blocker, de- on their website. And you downloaded it, and you got back on Napster. <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to them and their love for illegally downloading music. Oh, that is amazing. Was yeah. that Battle for Los Angeles when that came out? You know what? I don't even know. I was like... What, what year? I would say two... About 2000 to 2001. Mm. Was that, that must have been Battle for Los Angeles. Right? Yeah, probably, because I thought Battle for Los Angeles was late 90s, but maybe it was post-Y2K. Or was that, I don't know. I yeah. Right yeah. Honestly, it was so long. It was like, this is 20, 20 years ago now. So. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that would make sense. I'm sorry that I had to throw you back into that time period. Again. Renegades? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That's that came out in two thousand. That sounds that sounds like it might be right. Yeah. I love the song "Renegade to Funk." That funky song. <laughs> that funky song, you. <laughs> that was me singing along. I don't know if you heard that or not. You know, this is when I wish Napster was still around, so we could put podcast episodes up on Napster. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Wait, have they not added an album? Oh, this is too. You know? Yeah, I guess they it just was got, the they, they just got back to together, or there was supposed yeah, to be another tour this year. Probably not. Probably until <laughs> next year. I know that's the problem. Maybe they'll go against the system. Who knows? Maybe they either do the. They probably might do live, like live without performances. Like, Ooh, Rage Against the Machines on Facebook Live. I mean, I I was actually watching uh the R and B singer Tanashi doing a live performance at her home. Isn't that cool how they're doing that? Hmm. You know. And I and I just look at the amount of viewers watching that, and I'm like, damn, I could have had that if I started the podcast one year earlier. <laughs> that one year. That one darn year. I had to wait until Force Awakens came out. Just had to wait. Uh, damn college. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, our college uh, experiences are a podcast. For another time, another time that I'm sure you all would love to hear. Um, all right, wrapping it up here on the Brick City Blockade podcast episode, let's head into one of our favorite times here at the podcast. Sean, I think you know what this time of the show is. Maybe James, I think he may know what time of the show it is. It's a little thing we like to call... Plug time? Is it Club? I don't know. I don't know what time it is anymore. Uh, according to my clock, it is. Uh, James, where can people find you? Spread social media. <laughs> uh, you can find. <laughs> you can find me on uh, on the YouTube's at Rebel Scum Podcast. That's Rebel Scum Podcast, uh, and I think we're everywhere you can get your podcast as well. But mostly we're on YouTube. And right now, during this uh, self isolation, we are doing three to four videos a day with live chat so if you're bored at home and you want to talk star wars with a group of star wars fans you can head over to rebel scum podcast and you've shown up there a few times in the last little while as well thank you for that yeah no i mean it's always a pleasure to come on i love being on the canadian airwaves even though they extend themselves beyond our closed borders during these times and i love that we can continue. Uh, what we, is what we're doing right now legal are we allowed to even communicate I know. <laughs> Why don't you ship, ship me the Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> oh, ship me the donuts, please. I love Do it. Amazon. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's that possibility. There's that possibility. Sean, Does Amazon sh- sell Dunkin' Donuts? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> you got my hopes up. <laughs> Damn it, son. But I have I have Canadian Amazon, so it does not have Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can find a way for them to do it to ship it to you. Oh, you don't know. Our dollar's not worth anything. I don't. I couldn't <laughs> afford that. We see that on our toll booths all the time. They're like, "Hey, Canadian people, you think you're going to pay with your currency?" <laughs> yeah. You guys come across the border, you're millionaires. I know, isn't that crazy? I mean, it's like coming to America when they come over there. <laughs> Sean shows up with it. That's how, hey, if we find our way up to the Toronto area and we can meet up, we're showing up with the fur coats and everything. <laughs> fur coats? <laughs> coming to America, man. Same idea. We're going to a Blue, Blue Jays game. Oh, yes. That would be so Oh, let me know. I can get you on the Jumbotron, Brock, who I do the show with. Uh, just joking. He actually works at the Jays, though, so... Probably easier to do Red Sox versus Jays than Mets versus Jays. Uh, well, yeah, the timing would have to be pretty dead on for the Mets. 
<laughs> they never come up here, man. I no. play the queens all the time. Oh. Crazy. I like queens, actually. Yeah, true story. True story. True story. Mr. Sharmisha, how about yes. you? Can the uh, good people find you across the Sash Mead? Twitter, I shot my show one. Instagram, at it's uh, Bandcamp. 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 And SoundCloud. And I don't use Facebook anymore, so. Oh, that's sad. It's, yeah, I just don't use it anymore. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Social media can be rough sometimes. It's unfair, you know. Yeah. 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 Moving on. Uh, you guys can follow me over on Twitter at Mr. Vote Tweets. Head on over there to Brick City Blockade at Brick City SWPC. Find us on all those great podcasting apps that you can listen to. Alongside Rebel Scum, you can always just contact Rural Farm Boy and he'll tell you where to find us. That's uh, that's my new thing now. I'm just like, hey, here's his Twitter. Message him. Say, hey, yeah. what are some good podcasts to listen to? You know, and then he'll give you the little, yeah, I know where to find him. Um, but yeah, uh, over there, uh, our Facebook page, you'll find out even more about us and all the upcoming episodes like this one. And the other place to check us out is Tee Public. Uh, I know James loves repping his Brick City Blockade all the time. And I, I and love you know, it. when I do, everyone always asks me about it. Yeah, no, it, it, so, yeah. it's the AP5 one, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Rebels musical. That's the one. That's the one if you're going to go over there. I think they're having a sale, too, coming up very soon. So uh, make sure to check that out as well. But until next time, James, thank you so much for coming on the blockade, my friend. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. This is a great time. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. And as we always say here at the Brick if I can talk at the Brick City blockade, hey, uh, may the force be with you. Always. Sometimes. Always? Sometimes. Never. Never. What do you mean by that, Sean? You'll find... You'll find that's enough.